My name is Randy Orton. Hey, shot him the clown. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, for a, another week of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes on MarkingOut.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. While you're over at MarkingOut.com, make sure you get a, a Marking Out t-shirt. It is the holiday season, and what better way to support marking out than buying a t-shirt during the holiday season because we have to buy presents also so you giving us money gives us money to get go out and buy presents um there's also forms of social media that you can contact us on uh facebook.com slash marking out continue the pro wrestling talk there we post uh videos matches of the week discussions all that good stuff so uh like us over there uh we also have a twitter account twitter.com slash marking out we live tweet during Raw. We live tweet during uh, bowel movements. We just tweet in general. You know, you never know what we will uh, be coming up with this week. If you have any uh, sponsorship inquiries, maybe if you want to submit a marktical to the Marking Out page, you can email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. Got to give credit where credit is due and thank at Nick Matocho for our wonderful logo and thank Ring Rope Rebellion for our intro music. You can uh, follow them at Nick Matocho and ringroperebellion.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I'm also sitting here with hashtag no Twitter Dave. Dave, good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Yeah. And we're also sitting here with Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, good morning to you as well. You know, a lot of people think that you're the sauce, but you're nothing but a noodle. You see, I'm the big meatball that everybody wants. I'm Jake Roberts. No, you're not. You're Brandon. And that makes me awesome, as always. Talking about noodles, I heard about the funniest saying yesterday from Megan. Every girl is like a... Every girl is like a noodle. They're all straight until what? Interesting. Okay. Yes. Thought we were supposed to stop mentioning friends on the show. Yeah, thank you, David, for putting down all women everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's get into some uh, uh, wrestling talk. Start off the show this week. Last weekend, we had a TNA final resolution, the final wrestling pay-per-view of the 2012 year for Impact Wrestling, and Brandon won the predictions. Whoa, whoa I thought I did. No. And roasted, David. <laughs> Swerve. No, Brandon won, but you beat me. Uh, it was uh, five to four to three. But as we said last week on the show, since Dave doesn't listen to the show, he won't know what he predicted. So we're gonna- I, I would have gone, I think, perfect if they didn't add. They added a, that six man match, right? Well, they added they added two matches. And before we get so, to the pr- prediction so, wise, we'll uh, we'll talk about those first. So I'm sorry to well, cut if, you off, Brandon. If they didn't add those two matches, I would have went perfect if I went with my David gut on that one match. Yeah, yeah, but they did add two matches. Uh, you know, you have to. It's not a TNA pay-per-view without adding Aces and Eights, and uh, you had Aces and Eights face off against Kurt Angle, Wes Briscoe, 
Garrett Bischoff and Samoa Joe with the TNA team prevailing over them, which you know, adds some some spice into this uh storyline, this Aces and A storyline, as we were talking about, you know, they've been so dominant and now they're kinda of getting put down to uh to level. And then you also had uh Frank Kazarian facing off against James Storm with James Storm getting the win. You know, keeping James Storm strong because he looks like he's going to be uh, in uh, contention for the uh, TNA Heavyweight title coming up soon. But now let's get on to the uh, predictions that we made for last week. So, Dave, uh, Bully Ray versus Austin Aries. Who would you have picked in that one? Austin Aries. All right, that's right. You got that one. We picked that one correctly for you. And Austin Aries did win. Uh, you know, with this was to the help of Brooke and Hulk Hogan coming out, and Austin Aries getting the low blow over Bully Ray. You know, keeps you know keeps Austin Aries strong, but keeps I guess Bully Ray in the storyline right now going on. I thought he said broken Hulk Hogan. I was like, why did you call him broken? <laughs> his back. I think back's maybe broken. broke Hulk Hogan would yeah. fit in there a lot better. Yeah, that would fit as well. It would fit a lot better than broken Hulk. Brooke and Hulk Hogan, or Hulk and Brooke Hogan, either or, regardless, that's one. They're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> Except Austin- I would do one half of one and not the other of other. You I don't know. I Wait, did- what? Yeah, that didn't make any sense. I would do, if they, if they were the same person. Okay. I, so I would you do- would do a hermaphrodite? Yeah, that didn't. That's that's not sounding right, is it? Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. What happens <laughs> if it was like the upper half of Brooke Hogan and the bottom half of Hulk Hogan? Uh, yeah. Brandon, Brandon Hart's hermaphrodites. Tri- her, her yeah. I thought you were going to say Brandon Hart's Tremperetta. I was like, how does that make sense? <laughs> He's like, it's true what I do. Um, all right, yeah, so Austin Aries <laughs> going over Billy Ray. Uh, X Division Championship match, RVD versus Kenny King. Who would you pick in that one, Dave? I'm going to go with RVD. Oh, we were wrong on that one. See, and if we if you picked that one, you would have been tied for uh, you've been tied for uh, the uh, the win there, but uh, we picked Kenny. <laughs> we kicked picked Kenny King for you. RVD does come out on top. This is a good... Don't, ex- don't say we, because you picked that. Oh, yeah, I did. I, I picked that one. Dave, Brandon throwing me under the bus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so RV, RVD uh, gets the win over Kenny King. Uh, Mickey James looking for redemption in the Knockouts Championship match against Tara. Who would you pick on that one, Dave? I'd go with Tara. And we, hey, we picked that one right. So uh, Tara goes over with the distraction from uh, from Jesse. Mickey James very defeated because she wanted the only thing she wanted is to it, do from coming back and uh, what was that? Isn't thing? Tara married? Is she? I think she's married. Oh. And that's isn't, just isn't Bully Ray married? Yeah, and he has. Yeah, kids. Bully Ray actually has kids too. I think. Well, his name's his name's Mark, and they refer to him as Mark on t- TNA programming, which I find awkward. Name, I think I think we mentioned this last week too. Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the TNA Championship match. You had Matt Morgan and Joey Ryan facing off against Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez. Dave, who would you pick for this one? Who? 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 That's a toughie. Um, you know what? I'm go with Matt Morgan and uh, Joey Ryan. All right, we picked this one right for you, but you were wrong. Uh, Brandon was right <laughs> on this one. You had Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez winning after uh, you know a DQ on the part of Joey Ryan and Matt Morgan. Which was, eh, I would have liked to see them win the, just come in strong and keep uh, win the tag team titles, but the match was thrown out. Well, I, I, I like it only because TNA really has to, I feel like since they lost beer money and whatnot, they really have to build up the tag team division, so I feel like yeah. they're really putting a lot behind Chavo and uh, Hernandez. Yeah, and then, you know, you, you throw Matt Morgan and Joey Ryan in there. You also have Christopher Daniels and Kazarian, who are, who are awesome. You know, them rocking the Zubas last week was great. Um, the match of the night... Uh, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels, Dave. 
I'm gonna go with Christopher Daniels. Yeah, because I'm yeah. fire. Yeah, <laughs> he's heating up. Uh, yeah, no, we see, picked that one for you. See, Me, if I if I listened to my Dave gut on that one, I would have had it. <laughs> I I like this match a lot, and but you know I think that I think they can't, someone counted they've Christopher Daniels and AJ Styles wrestled 110 times or something like that in Impact over the years, and that's, this that's only an Impact. Yes. Wow. I yeah. like I like how it ended with the Styles Clash. Yeah, you knew the ending. So, um, yeah, the Styles. Yeah, trying to go for the Styles Clash off the top and him reversing it. AJ's dumping on his head. I thought that was a good way, and especially the way that Christopher Daniels ends the match with the Styles Clash, just kind of seals that heel victory and then heel mm-hmm. win for him. Um, then just leaves AJ in the dumps. Yeah, can't even no, compete nothing's for more. The- Nothing's more heel than stealing some another man's finisher. Yeah, in the in the biggest match of your uh, of your feud, and then the uh, TNA World Heavyweight Championship, uh, you had Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Roode. Dave? I'd go with Jeff Hardy. Yep, and you, you you did go with Jeff Hardy on this one. So if you <laughs> if you actually had these predictions, you would have tied for the win. That's funny. I know that is funny. Uh, but yeah, Jeff Hardy goes over the win. And, you know, last week it showed that Bobby Roode paid off Aces and Eights, but app- apparently somebody paid off Aces and Eights more than Bobby Roode did, which is is interesting in itself. Oh, so you guys didn't predict the two added-on matches? No, we, well, they, those, were, those were audibles the night of. They just threw those matches on the card. All right. Yeah, so and we didn't predict those, but yeah, Brandon gets the win. And Do I you com- want to predict those two matches now? Or? No. I'm totally joking, totally joking. Uh, yeah, all right. But, yeah, that was uh, Final Resolution. Nice, another good, solid pay-per-view from Impact Wrestling. I mean, that's the good thing about Impact Wrestling. Everybody could, Brandon can text me and shit all over their backstage segments, but when it comes to pay-per-views, they put on good good matches, and they have a good card. Yeah, I'm telling you, the matches are great. Yeah, they were the most part. (laughs) Let's get on to Impact from this week, though. Uh, You know, two really, a couple big storylines you have going on here. Aces and eights. They were paid off by somebody more than Bobby Roode. And we found out this week it was Austin Aries. So it's good to have Austin Aries back in that world's heavyweight title picture. I thought for sure it was James Storm. Yeah, no, Brandon texted me and he goes, (laughs) what, during the, uh, what was it? A tag match with Jeff Hardy and James Storm versus Doc and uh, a member of Aces and Eight. Yeah. Brandon texts me. He goes, "Why is James Storm in this match? He paid him off." And you know, no. I wrote, "If James Storm doesn't get tagged into this match, then he definitely paid him off." Yeah, I think that's Mike Knox that he's worth. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I think no, I think it's Snitsky. Uh, sure, I'm going Mike Knox. One of them. I think it's Knox. Yeah, one of them was uh, a member of Aces. Uh, was a member of Aces and Eight. Yeah, obviously. Well, Mike Knox is the, the member. Yeah. Well, they said like working on the pay per view was like it was Mike Knox, Snitsky, and then some just random independent guy that they're not going to use again. And oh. no, and also at the pay per view they said one of them was Devo, was a uh, D'Lo Brown too. I read on a news site, News with the Z. <laughs> Could you imagine though being that indie contracted wrestler? Like you get contracted to wrestle one night as a member of Aces and Eights, and it's like. You have nothing to show for it. Yeah, I, I uh, besides a free Impact Wrestling shirt, probably. No, they probably wouldn't even give him an Impact Wrestling shirt. Probably have to pay for that. Probably give them like a hundred fifty dollar check and say get out. Yeah, right. No, here's here's our catering. You could have some mahi mahi. <sighs> hey, it's probably fresh, coming from Florida, Orlando. Great. Um, all right, yeah. So you had Austin Aries paid off Aces and Eights to uh, you know help 
secure the title on Jeff Hardy. So it looks like going forward, we'll have Austin Aries back in the world title picture. Um, you also had the in-ring return of Velvet Sky, having with a successful win over Madison Rain in an interesting cat suit, which Taz was going nuts over. I wasn't a fan of it. I liked her better in the booty shorts. Just me. Yeah, I don't know. Taz goes nuts over those things, and it's really creepy. (laughs) Yeah, it is really creepy. Uh, But he's Long Islander right now, so it's cool. uh, I don't know. Me and Jamie go – I mean, Velvet Sky go way back, so – Fuck you. (laughs) But fuck you. Yeah. You got to keep that going. You're using it wrong. I, you know what? As I said last, like two weeks ago, when we talked about that that shithead that bashes people about the dirt sheets. We can use any term we want in any way that we want. All right, so butt fuck yourself. It's my term. I needed to catch on correctly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, one event after losing to RVD for the X Division Championship, Kenny King defeats Rob Van Dam this week. So I'm liking that they're continuing this feud. Yeah, I think that this is going to be, end up with a very, very big match between the two. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Even though, even though that they ha- they rest- just wrestled on the pay-per-view and all that shit, but yeah, I but- still think it's going to lead to an even greater match. Yeah, but as their X division is very thin. Yeah, I honestly, I don't see it leading to a match, a good match. Well, their match on, the match on Thursday was good. No, the match was good. The match on pay-per-view was good. I don't think it's going to – I just don't – for some reason, I don't see – them doing storylines justice right now. So I mean, they have their two major storylines right now, which is Aces and Eights in the world title picture. Everything else kind of falls by the wayside. Unfortunately. So, yeah. I mean, uh, you see Kurt Angle this week getting taken out by Aces and Eights, apparently selling a serious knee injury. Uh, because- I, I'm, I'm a little bit weird like with that match, just because I feel like Wes Briscoe and Bischoff are in Aces and Eights. Yeah. I and think- like I've seen... Pictures of the same people in Aces of Eights with the same tattoos that they have. So I don't know if they're going to continue with it or if they're going to do a little swerve where they're actually setting up Kurt Angle or that they're actually in Aces and Eights. Yeah, that's right. Kurt Angle, if you've never learned anything from Kurt Angle, whether it be from WCW history, whether it be, well, WWE's WCW. Or WWE's ECW, Kurt Angle is the defector. He's a machine, bro. No, I think no. Kurt Angle is joining Aces and Eights. I don't think so, because he did it with WCW when the WWF needed him most. Then he went to ECW and he was the champion there. (laughs) He wasn't the champion in ECW. Uh, He was never the ECW champion. No. In WWE, I don't remember that. I don't know now. Big old slam chop bet. No, he wasn't. I'm he just came he came in as the extreme suplex machine. He was never the champion. I'm I'm pretty sure on this one. I'll take a big slap shot bet on this. I'll I'll look that up right now. Okay, please do. And then send me no, I don't want you to fucking take a big old chop over that shit. I'll do it. It's fine. It was great last time. <laughs> yeah, you're creepy like that. It gives us a reason to put another video on YouTube. Yeah, you Wow, can. he was he was not the ECW champion. Yes. I'll, yeah. Yes. I, I am happy I did not take that. <laughs> Were you going to say, I'll still take a chop from the big O? <laughs> yeah, I was about to, and then I was like, no, I'm not. What are you fucking, what's wrong with you? Everything. You know this. He, he was the WCW US champion. What's going on here? He was the US champion, really? Yeah. Wow. I guess he must have beaten, uh, who, who did he probably beat for it? Booker T? Uh, JBL? 
No, that was I'm thinking. Cena. I'm thinking more WWE probably. He yeah. beat Rhino actually. Oh, okay, Rhino. And then and then Edge beat him. In was that Boston a Wizard impression? No. Oh, it sounded like it actually. I know you guys are best friends, Dave, but. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the Wizard, speaking of the Big O, let's talk uh, some independent wrestling here. I mean, the Wizard has nothing. You know what's really funny? Friday, um, you know, Friday PWS had their their event, Fight Nightmare Before Christmas, and I got a text text message picture of Jay Silva of the Wizard dressed up as an elf, and it's like, oh my god, this is great. I got that too. Except mine said, "Wish you were here." Yeah, no, that's at mine too because he sent us the same text. Are message. you kidding me? What the fuck? Where was my picture? You, Dave, Dave, your, does your not phone is wish you were there. Pre I know, seriously. And, and your phone is like from 1995, so I don't think you get picture messaging on your phone. No, actually, that's true. I don't. Yeah. But anyway, PWS Fight Me Before Christmas. Uh, you can pretty much just say that Reality Check took over this entire event. Uh, you had two new members of Reality Check being PWS students, uh, Dave Sturge and Damian Gibbs. After their one-on-one match to settle their score, so, I was so shocked when this happened. Yeah, no, so was I. But this is good because you know you're filling out the void with the veterans, the 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 up-and-coming guys, and like the, the guys of today. I think it also it leads for two more uh, PWS students, or at least one or more PWS student, to come up and shine a little bit more. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. Uh, Kevin Matthews, though, of Reality Check was unsuccessful in beating Matt Hardy in a cascade match. Matt Hardy retaining the PWS heavyweight title, uh, saying, quote, that Matt Hardy is stronger than death. I kind of like that, especially with a cascade match. Kinda and, pl- and Rebby Sky took that, that powerbomb from Kevin. That powerbomb backbreaker, right? Yep. Yeah, that is a— Which that- I tried to create in WWE 13. Oh, God forbid I could do that. Really? Can't do it. You probably have to wait for the next DLC to come out with all like the moves and everything like that. I, I highly doubt it's going to be available. Yeah, you never know. The top rope brain buster is going to be. Yeah, well, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Solid card, once again. Your, your suicidal six-way turned into a Crazy Eights match, which, you know, I wish I was there to see it because it was probably fucking nuts. Is that the Big O's first loss? I think so. I believe so. I believe wow. so, because his other matches have been uh, via DQ. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, he's, he's he's lost, like, tag team matches. Really? I, I don't know so. if he no, has. Really no, he hasn't lost he has. ta- no, he hasn't I lost. I think tag- he has. I think he's lost tag team matches before. Why don't you text him? <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> that was pretty No, bad, it huh? isn't. Ha! Yeah, it is! <laughs> and, um... Anyway, yeah, but anyway, you'll see, uh, yeah, Fight Man Before Christmas was not complete without seeing Santa Claus there, who got his ass kicked by uh, Anthony Nice. Anthony yeah, Nice's- well, he, he should have gotten in Nice's face. Well, you know, also, he's, this is the first time in Nice's PWS career that he's actually lost matches. You know, he lost the PWS Tri-State title, he now lost to Apollyon, and the guy's upset. You know, what better way to take it out by not getting any Christmas presents this year? Yeah, he's taking- pissed now. He's, he's going to get a visit from Krampus. What the hell's a Krampus? Yeah, oh, that. I'm glad that you ask. Krampus is... <laughs> I, I prepared for this one. Krampus is actually like the evil Santa Claus. Oh, from The Office? You seen that? No, I, I didn't see The Office. Guy. Yeah, Dwight did it on The Office. He's German, right? Or something? Yeah, some of that. Where, he, where on Christmas Day, if you're a naughty child, he'll go around, he'll kidnap you, and like torture the hell out of you. Wow. That might make yeah, that good, made, old, good old Krampus. That they did that problem. on the they did that on the office, and Dwight was whacking everyone who was bad with like bad poop. 
It's the funniest shit. Yeah, apparently he's like a old uh, folklore story from like the 1800s. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And they have that song that you're about to make up about him, right, Dave? Yeah, I'm right. I'm currently writing one right now. No, you're going to sing it right now, aren't you? Oh, gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Krampus, looking so down in the dumps. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I can't I believe... I can go on, but I don't want to... Dave, Dave, did you like, have suffer. that like, like set aside for the show this week? Yeah, it's really... It's not really... It's not very hard to see why, Dave. Oh, come on. It's so tempting. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, PWS's next event will be <laughs> January 19th. It'll be a PWS Wrestling School student show. It'll be at the Sportsplex in Matucha, New Jersey. You're going to see the Fat Pack take off a take on Black Hollywood. You'll see Keith Miggs against Devin Moore. And you will see a uh, five-way match where you're going to have Craven Barrow versus Alex Reynolds versus Dylan Thompson versus Chad Castle versus Mike Dennis. For more information, go to prowrestlingsyndicate.com. I really, I really do hope that they book Goldust again because... I heard that that Sammy Callahan and Mash versus Goldust was really good. I, I'm waiting for the thing to go out on DVD so I can. I really that, want to see that match along with my Starman T-shirt. Uh, let's talk about some other independent promotions. NYWC. You had the Tour de Circus last weekend, where the Big O got his rematch for the NYWC title and was blatantly screwed. The Big O won this match, and because of the um the disqualification he wins the match but does not win the NYWC championship uh very upsetting it's, it's being dubbed as the uh, Deer Park screw job and i think we called something else that later i mean earlier a couple months back but Deer Park screw job big o definitely deserves another shot at the NYWC title and this time he'll be taking Uh-oh. the gold sucker oh, do you do you remember what we we called that NYWC? yeah i just did Rick Wait, no, David, no, that wasn't it. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> that what was were it. you going to say, though? Um, what no, what was David going to say? I no, know. I want to hear what Chris thinks it, it is. Was, uh, no, because I don't want Chris to say the real thing before you say it, Dave. Just say it. I think it was Rick Cataldo when he won the championship with the screw job from Alicia. No, that was that was kind of a screw job, but um, it was uh, popped on. No, it was, yes, our, it, was. it was Alex Reynolds. We We boycotted. Oh, no, that was uh, hashtag Team Reynolds. Yeah, I think I was right with the Cataldo. <laughs> no, I guess weren't. nobody knows what the fuck it is. Yeah. No, I, I'm correct. It's Cataldo in the screw job with uh, Alicia where he wins the championship. No. Who called it the Deer Park screw job? I, I, I will actually do a big old slap chop bet with any with one of you okay. over this. So let's fine. okay, so let's let's get let's get the rules down first. Okay. So big O slap chop bet, the loser gets the well it's two losers in this hand. We'll get us. We'll get a slap chop. No, not two losers. I'm not in on this shit. So it's me versus Dave. Last time I took one for the fucking team for whatever reason. Yeah, because you know you wanted to. No, I didn't. Okay, but seriously, this time. Okay, so it's me versus Dave. Deer Park screw job. Dave thinks the Deer Park screw job was when Rick Cataldo won the NYWC uh, Starlet Championship because um, what was it? Alicia didn't see the. No, Alicia. Had something to do with it. Yeah, and then I think. But I'm confused. How are we going to find this out? I mean, this is something we spoke about on the show. Yeah, so Um, we'll go back and listen to shows. You know, listening to podcasts. I'm I'm reneging. I'm taking it back. Uh, You can't do that. I'm not listening to the show. I'm the Slapmaster General. I'm out. 
I'm out. You're not. You don't have to listen to it. Chris will go back and listen to it. Yeah. How can I trust that? What do you mean? How can you trust it? I'll go back and listen it. Yeah. There uh, we go. No. Well, if, if Brandon Are you is fucking kidding me, Herb, bam roasted. Yeah. Uh, okay. But anyway, uh, next. PWS event will be on Saturday, January 19th at the NYWC Sportatorium, nywcwrestling.com for more information. There really hasn't been anything uh, announced yet, but when it does get announced and when it gets closer, we'll talk about it in full detail. So, Wait, what do you mean? What hasn't been announced? Anything for the next – for NYWC Sideshow. Uh, oh, right. Okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about PWS for a second. No, PWS. There's been a lot announced for PWS in the next couple of months. Yeah, and for, kind of, for January, February, April. April. Yeah, so, but we'll talk about that once the, the time gets closer. So it's fresh in your brains. You got a lot of other independent wrestling, you know, not last weekend, but this weekend. Sunday at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City, you have Ring of Honor's final event of the year, and that being aptly titled Final Battle. Uh, the main event of this is going to be a ladder war between Kevin Steen and El Generico. We've we've talked about this feud that's been going on for quite some time now, and I guess maybe they're trying to rehash it by bringing El Generico back in, having him face off against Kevin Steen. Um, so is it is this? Do you think this is the reopening of a feud, or is this just throwing the you know? I I think this is just the throwing together of a match. Um, especially now, the only difference I think now is that the Ring of Honor World Championship is involved. Um, I don't think it was involved in the past. No, well, Kevin, no, because yeah, Kevin Steen wasn't the champion when we saw that. Yeah, I at think Davey Richards was yeah. the champion during their feud. Yeah, but I, I think it's just one of those matches that they just threw together because they know it's going to draw a crowd. Yeah, and yeah. With, with the matches that we've seen at Final Battles of the past, uh, Final Battle 2010, these it, it's going to be an all-out shit show of a match you know there's going to be bodies flying all over the places there's going to be ladders it's going to be it's going to be pretty brutal so uh, that's something i'm uh, i'm looking forward to seeing even if you if you're going to TLC on sunday it's perfect cuz you know this will be what a two, two at most 3 hour match it starts at uh, event starts at 2 o'clock. you hit the train bam i said it last week right down to TLC good to go um tag team wrestling is going to be alive this uh at this event where you're going to have two former very highly touted tag teams teaming up with the American Wolves. Uh, Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards are going to be facing off against Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. And then you have wrestling's greatest tag team, uh, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, teaming up to face off against BJ Whitmer and Ren Titus. Uh, Matt Hardy, we just spoke about Matt Hardy. He's going to be facing Adam Cole in a special challenge match. TV title will not be on the line. And then, All right, that that I was missing. That I wasn't sure if the championship was going to be defended or not. No, it's just a, it's just a challenge match. But you got old school versus new school here. It's it's it, this is going to be a, a solid card. Um, and then you have Jerry Lynn. You know he's been making his I guess his uh, farewell run. He's making his final Ring of Honor bout against the prodigy Mike Bennett. You got a lot of other matches going on. It's going to be a card that you do that you definitely want to catch live. Absolutely. And why it, is is why isn't Mondo? Is he injured? Yeah, he's yeah. yeah he broke his uh, ankle. Oh, yeah. You have Jay Lethal versus Rhino. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a sick card. You have Prince Nana taking on uh, R. D. Evans or uh... yeah, fuck that. <laughs> no, but you, like Mike, you got Mike Elgin versus Roderick Strong. Wait, Strong why? Action. Why? Why? Yeah, fuck that. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fan of that match. That's something. It's 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 a filler match to add on to there. 
And we've we've seen R.D. Evans wrestle before in Chikara. Nah. You know, so we know he can he can wrestle, but I don't know if it's going to be like a comedic style match or if this is going to be a bloodbath. You never know. Is it me or do you think Ring of Honor is kind of like, you know, at the beginning of 2012, I think we all were like, yeah, Ring of Honor is going to be great this year. It's going to go to new levels and it really hasn't picked up. It's kind, uh, of fizzling, it's kind of fizzling out because I think our excitement or at least your excitement that yeah. used to go towards Ring of Honor kind of gravitated towards PWS. Not even that, but do you think it's just like now that a bunch of suits are owning it? Do you think that kind of takes away from it? Because, you know... No, I don't think, for me, it doesn't take away from it. It's just the... I don't know. I feel like some of the matches we've seen already, and it's just... I don't know. It isn't really drawing me into it. Or is it the lack of all the talent that has left? I mean, 10 I'm years ago... The talent that's left, because that, that entire roster is full of talent. But right. I'm just not getting into it. But I mean, ten, apparently... 10 years ago, though, 10 years ago, Ring of Honor was the hottest thing that people were talking about other than WWE. No. Now, is it? Well, look at all the people that were there back in 10 years ago. Right. C- CM Punk, Samoa Joe, Cole Cabana. You know, you still had your your other guys in there as well. But those guys were, you know, Austin Aries was in there, Tyler Black. I don't know. I'm, I, I just don't see. I, I don't know. I have no interest in it. Apparently, did you see uh, Jim Cornette? got pissed off and got sent home. Yeah, I saw that too. You know, yeah, apparently, I don't know if it was working up, but he had one of his typical Jim Cornette outlashes. Yeah. And uh got sent home. Yeah, I saw I saw I saw something on that, but I didn't see it to a a full extent. But yeah, rohwrestling.com or just go to go to the Manhattan Ballroom, check out some great wrestling and then go to TLC. Didn't Cornette get pissed because the drive-thru gave him the wrong order? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's a great video. great video. But let's take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk in full detail about some sports entertainment here on Marking Out. Hey, Dave. Hey, Chris. You guys are cocksuckers. This is Ref Ford from Marking Out. And we are back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. After further negotiations with Dave, uh, the big O slap chop bet is back on. The slap chop general, or commissioner, I should say, Brandon, seeing as he is a bipartisan uh, person in this slap chop bet, is going to go back and listen to past Marking Out episodes that you can find on MarkingOut.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio, and find what was called the Deer Park Screwjob. Was it Apollyon getting screwed over? Uh, I mean, was it Papadon getting screwed over in his match with Apollyon for the MYWC Championship? Or was it Rick Cataldo winning the Starlet Championship? Dave, we are in agreement with this? We are in agreement. All right, virtual handshake. Gentlemen's agreement. Huzzah. Yeah, gentlemen's agreement. Huzzah. You're not right. Uh, let's continue on. All right, so when does this take place? Uh, Find out next week. WrestleMania? Yeah. WrestleMania? WrestleMania. Why are you going to fucking do it so far in advance? That's four months. Alligate party? We'll just build up a bunch of uh, slap chop bets. Do them well, all at one once. of our fans said that he would take slap chops from everybody in the thing. Like this is going to be a full on multimedia experience. The the WrestleMania tailgate party. Yeah, I see. I see. Big O got his tickets. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to get mine soon. Don't worry, guys. I'll be there. If it costs me, you better, you better hurry up, bro. Yeah. No, StubHub, man. Are you serious? Don't try StubHub. Try Ticketmaster first. I already looked on Ticketmaster, and all the cheap seats are already sold out. No. Yeah, but I, <laughs> just kidding. I, I'll find something. Don't worry. 
Um, yeah, so yeah, the WrestleMania tailgate party. We're still getting stuff, but there will be one. There will be a live podcast. There will be fun and exciting activities. Maybe we'll oh, play some. Uh, just to, uh, Chris agree. Back to the bed. Chris agrees to uh, record the actual. Um, yes, clip, I, I will. Clip pl- I will play, play the actual sound clip, and I will play it on next week's show. So yeah, great. Let's get into some sports entertainment talk since we're speaking about WrestleMania. Uh, Let's talk about SmackDown from last week. Uh, Our goods, our bads, and our mills. Let's start off with the bads because there's only one. Hornswoggle and Great Khali are beat Epico and Primo. Can we please call them Cornswoggle? (laughs) Cornswoggle. (laughs) Yeah, sure. What's the point of this match? I I don't don't understand why they would do this. Especially if you want to build a detective division. And you have a really good tag team in Primo and Epico. Where the fuck does Kali and Hornswoggle fit in? Maybe they're going to do Natalia versus Rosa Mendez. Rosa Mendez. And, yeah, maybe. You never know. Yeah, you don't know. So yeah. Are you kidding me? They're selling tickets behind the stage at WrestleMania? Like, literally behind the stage? Yeah, I think so. Holy shit, that's where the tickets are left. Yeah, yeah, you're looking these tickets up right now. Uh, yeah. Let's okay. Let's get into our middles from this. You have Booker T uh, gets the contract signing for TLC between Big Show and Sheamus, but makes it a no contact between Big Show and Sheamus until their match at TLC. Um, I mean, it's good that you know they're kind of working this storyline in this angle, but it's bad because I th- I feel like I've seen this several hundred times before. I mean, that's and we've I've seen, seen it recent. many times in wrestling, but I think. We should have seen this happen last week, so it would have been less. I mean, they should have they should have started to build up the match a week prior. This way, they could have gotten all their stuff, all their their hits and everything in, and then they couldn't have touched each other. I, is that making sense, or is it too early in the morning for me to ramble? You had uh, some more middles going on on SmackDown with you have three man band defeating. Brodus Clay and the Usos. The match itself wasn't bad. It's just, I'm, is it me or is it, you? You kind of don't believe the Brodus Clay gimmick or the three man band gimmick anymore. I'm not a fan of the Brodus Clay uh, gimmick anymore. I feel like it kind of ran its course. Yeah. Um, three three man band is just dumb. Even more so with three man band with those touts and everything. We don't believe that you're drunk or anything. Yeah. You're not trash in hotel rooms. You're not rock stars. Relax, guys. Yeah, calm down. Brandon's a rock star. All right. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, more medals. Randy Orton facing off against Wade Barrett. Uh, Randy Orton getting the win. This should be a, a full on bad, but the match itself wasn't bad. And also, you had the distraction with Kofi Kingston to help Randy Orton get the win, which was good to. Further along this feud you have going on between Kofi Kingston and Wade Barrett, I really feel uh, like uh, I don't know. Randy Orton's actually lost in the shuffle. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Which is very, I don't know, weird. Sur- surprising just to see a main eventer actually lost in the shuffle, and Randy Orton is lost in the shuffle. Yeah, no, right. I feel, I feel Randy Orton's lost in the shuffle. Alberto Del Rio's lost in the shuffle right now. And now Randy Orton's even out with an injury. Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> huh? He sure is. Spoiler. Well, no, not spoiler. Uh, West. Well, I guess it is. But when they were recording the tribute to the troops, I guess he really hurt his, broke his wrist or he broke his, his hand or something. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear anything. What an asshole! Why would you spoil that? God, what, what dirt sheets are you going to? Jeez. <laughs> no, you don't get to jeez yourself. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. He broke his hand. That's a spoiler. 
that he broke his hand or his David, wrist? Yeah, he broke his wrist. It's leading up to the giant storyline. What giant storyline? Uh, whose father had a cast on his arm for his whole career? Who? Cowboy Bob Orton. Randy Orton's <laughs> fucking father had a cast on his arm. They're doing the gimmick, bro. They're pulling off the Bob Jr. Dude, you know how big of a mark you sound like right now? <laughs> Who does? You. Wait, what do you mean they have a mark you sound like? No, how big of a mark that you sound like. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't, you never know what they're pulling off. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like reporting an injury is kind of important because it shows the that he's not going to be really competing. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel bad because last week or when was yeah, it? You, you, you jinxed him, dude. When was that, though? What? I think every time we talk, spoke about Randy Orton, you jinxed him. Saying that you ri- you wish that he was injured. No, I don't wish injury on people. But didn't did. I did I say something? You said that you you really hope that he gets injured and that he's off TV. No, I no no. Okay, yeah. quote unquote. I wrote the shield gets the first one. Talking about the shout out. And oh then yeah! I wrote, Thank God they attacked Randy Orton. I hope he's out for quite some time. I doubt it. Fuck, which kind of I guess jinxed him. Yeah, you did, Brandon. Hold, hold on. I gotta take a break. I'll be right back. All right. Well, we'll continue without you. Yeah. Good. This kid kidding me, right? <laughs> yeah. No, right. I gotta go take a Brandon. Hold on. <laughs> which right. means, for whatever reason, he when he masturbates and finishes, he says, <laughs> "Taking a Brandon." Brandon. <laughs> All right, well, let's get on to the goods from SmackDown. Uh, you had Big Show and Daniel Bryan in a good match. I always love these big guy versus small guy matches, but you have uh, the Big Show getting the win. More because The Shield uh, finally made a uh, a debut, you could say, on SmackDown, distracting Daniel Bryan and then putting him through a table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's good to see them. It's good for, you know, especially that they had to play this audible last week, changing the main event. They're really doing a good job of really hyping it up now. When we talk about Monday Night Raw, it's just, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, I like that. I also, too, another good that we didn't put on here was the Shield's, like, weird promo that they did, where they had, I guess they had, like, a, a camera phone or something like that. And yeah, just, that, that reminded me very much so of the NWO. Really? Why? It's just like the quick camera cuts and everything. But it wasn't even the quick camera cuts. They were like jump cutting and stuff. It was like his Dean Ambrose's hair would be slicked back and then the next second, like without even moving it, like it would be all on his face. And then you'd be flipping it back again and then it would jump again. It was just like it – was, it was really weird. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I think it was very innovative. Good, uh, good for them. Good for them. I wonder which of the three of them edited the video though. Yeah. Because mm. they do all the work themselves, I'm sure. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think uh, maybe uh, Dean Ambrose would be the guy who's uh, good. You see, I would I would have picked Tyler Black or yeah. Rome, uh, Seth Rollins, and honestly, I'm sure we're, we'd all be surprised when it's really Roman Reigns. Yeah, right. He's like the, <laughs> the technological, like smart one out of the entire group instead of being the big meathead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. More goods. Uh, Damian Sandow promo, which uh, then is interrupted by the Miz. I like this because the Miz just comes out and pretty much bam roasted him. She's just like, oh, guess what? You wear your daddy's robe and you wear uh, Victoria's Secret tights. Bam, rusted, walked out. Awesome. It's like we don't know where this is going, though. I would like to this. You know, we but we speak about it all the time. That Zack Ryder, Damian Sandow promo that we uh, program that would, like should have happened but didn't. This could be another guy for him to work with. Yeah, it yeah it could be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you had you know a lot of good promos. Antonio Cesaro cutting a good promo talking about our truth. Uh, and R-Truth coming out, rebutting him, and then just turning into all-out warfare. 
you know, hyping up, doing a good job of hyping up this feud as well. You know, with the amount of time that these guys have had working in this program, it's good to see that they're like kind of building it up where our truth is being the voice of America. Yeah, you think of of America? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. Or maybe I I don't want to say anything that can be misconstrued by the uh, by the listeners here and be like, oh, Chris is Chris is a racist, imaginary person. That's not everyone in America does that. Well, there's a large percent of them that do. I talk to myself. Yeah, talking to yourself is a little different than actually talking to little Jimmy. Yeah, okay. Unless little Jimmy is, of course, yourself, and you nicknamed your. Schmeckle. For some reason, I don't understand why people do that. And why do they call it a schmeckle? A schmeckle is a penis in Yiddish. Oh, really? (laughs) Which was another thing, I guess. I mean, you could talk about for Monday Night Raw when we get to it. Okay. We will talk about it. Uh, And last good we had coming off of SmackDown was Sheamus and Alberto Del Rio in the main events. Good match. Um, Another, you know, we just spoke about it. Alberto Del Rio kind of being in the shuffle right now. Do we like it? No. We know how good he is, but he could, they just kind of throw him out there if they need him, uh, if they need somebody. Kind of rehashing their uh, the Sheamus Alberto Del Rio feud and Sheamus getting the win. Via, I don't know. Via. I don't know if they necessarily need to rehash that, but no. But they they've been hyping that up. It's like oh, all these matches that have been like feuds, you know, when they had Monday Night Raw, the Big Show and John Cena had this big feud, Dolph Ziggler and Sheamus, you know, all that crap. Yeah. I was actually really happy. to oh, see you're back. that Match end with the uh, Cloverleaf. How how was your brand then? Oh, it was actually awesome. Yeah. That's why you don't drink uh, Taco Bell soda in the morning to wake up. Yeah. I'm a little confused. You don't drink Taco Bell soda. No, I, I had that. Your... What did you call it? What? Root beer and. Uh, root, oh, root beer and rum and root beer or whatever? I don't know. No, I, I had root beer mixed with Sprite. Oh, but just... I'm a little confused. You don't do that to help yourself wake up, but you're sitting here waking yourself up. Or should I say waking yourself off? And don't you say don't you mean wanking myself off? No, I'm not gonna say that. That's vulgar. Uh, jerking off. I'm not gonna say that. That's vulgar. It's disgusting. What are you making those filling those words with my head for right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but what are you saying about the match, Dave? Oh no, I like how Sheamus actually uses a col- uh, cloverleaf. I want I want to see him use it a lot more often, though. Yeah, no, so do I. Submission- Especially like not even. Uh, to end the match, maybe it's just like uh, throwing that submission move during mid match or whatnot. Well, that's they, that's what they they threw the cloverleaf in there when he was feuding with Alberto Del Rio because you know the bro kick was banned. I still yeah. I can't believe that I was when when I found out that he was using the cloverleaf, I was like I don't understand why he would be using the Texas cloverleaf, and I was like oh it's a cloverleaf. Which, is, oh, which is, has go. everything to do with his Irish pride. Hi. Hi, Miletti. All right, let's get on to Monday Night Raw from this week. Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. Um, Let's see. We have one bad and we have one middle. So we'll talk about uh, the bad first, Alicia Fox versus Eve. Uh, you know, apparently Eve has been injured, and, you know, what a better way to put her back on TV by having her, you know, beat, <laughs> beat Alicia Fox. Yeah. I, I really, I mean... It's been my favorite match so far. I really enjoyed <laughs> Alicia Fox versus Eve. Oh, have you have you been reading all this stuff about them really uh, looking to build a new women's division? I haven't seen anything about that. What, Apparently, they've been having a lot of uh, what is it? Uh, um, the groups where they've been polling people. Who dirt sheets? No, they've been oh, polling like people. The WWE, about, the WWE has been having. Oh, a, 
Yeah, that's right. Actually, I took groups. that poll. Yeah. What What is it? Like a the what focus kind of group? group? Focus group. I don't, yeah, yeah. It's not focus groups though. It's the WWE Fan Nation poll. No, not focus group. I forgot. But apparently, they were asking a lot of people about like what you like about the Divas Division, what you don't like, what would you do to it, what wouldn't you do to it, what's catching your attention, how could we it's fix a, this? It's the WWE Fan Nation, and I'm pretty sure from the WWE Fan Council team. And I'm pretty sure if you take that survey, you agree to discuss to not discuss what's in that survey so i don't understand where you fucking found out from because yeah it It was probably on some sort of news site yeah but apparently they're look really looking how uh many ways to fix the divas division because nobody cares about it's kind of like a joke now yeah as we say it's your fucking piss break yeah, some of the questions. That's, that's what some, it shouldn't be. They have to turn that around. Yeah, they have to the, make it. Some di- of the questions on there were like asking. They asked who our favorite diva was. Thanks. You were you were allowed to pick more than one. They asked uh, who your favorite current diva is. At least they asked segment by segment what what did you enjoy the most? Like, did you enjoy AJ as general manager? Did you enjoy AJ in a love triangle? Did you enjoy this and this and that and that? That's that's my one problem. Like, you know, they're doing the whole love angles with everybody. You have to make these, you know, what's the, the, the positioning statement for the Divas Division as well? Like, beauty, power, and whatever, whatever, Bobos or something like that. You have to make you have to make it about being powerful and not making them these stupid love triangles. You, you know, Beyonce has that independent woman song. You know, you have to make these strong, independent bitches. Come on. Another, another question that they had asked if we liked seeing was... Should they were like, should the divas be wrestling? Should the divas <laughs> be in love triangles? Should the divas be in? Uh, are, you, are you talking out of your ass, or is this an oh. actual question? They said, should the divas be in general manager positions, or should they be in uh, managerial positions? They covered every single diva that's on the roster right now was covered within those questions, based off of what, like Rosa Mendez is a, a manager. AJ was the general manager. Now she's in that love triangle. Eve was in the love triangle. Everything was based off of current WWE. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Uh, uh, I think we could all agree that they have a lot of work to do and they got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, maybe the one thing was bringing Sarah Del Rey down there to train all those girls. Start putting these, you know, hey, guess what? You're not going to be on TV this week. Uh, we're going to send you down to Florida where we want you to work with, uh, you know, Sarah Del Rey down in developmental, you know, kind well, of work on some things. For all we know, they may actually be doing that. Yeah, but, yeah, but that that's a that's a good idea. Let's get to our middles now. Um, the one middle that Dave was very adamant about was Vince, Vince McMahon uh, setting up Vicky Guerrero uh, versus AJ. But you could take this one, Dave. All right, one thing that um, right before that they had uh, Wade Barrett and R-Truth getting prepared for the matches, and they had Wade Barrett come to the ring. Then right after that, they had Vince McMahon come out with and then Vicky Guerrero. I didn't like this because I liked the segment, and I, I, I really liked the match that Wade Barrett put on with, um, what was it, with R-Truth. Yeah, it was one but of I our goods. I didn't like that Vince McMahon interrupted the entrances. I thought that that was very poorly planned. And it was unnecessary to put in between entrances. Yeah, no, I, okay, I can agree. I liked it. I thought it was good. I just like Vince McMahon. His interactions between Vicky Guerrero was very funny to me, and I had no problem with him cutting off. It's Vince McMahon. It's his show. He can do what the fuck he well, wants. That, that's the thing. Like, I, that's the thing. I hope that he that didn't go on was the hey, I'm Vince McMahon. I'm going to just interrupt 
the entrances. I highly doubt that's what was going on. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't either, but that's what I'm saying. I hope not because that's something like Eric Bischoff would do in WCW or shit. Yeah. This isn't WCW. It survived WCW. But, yeah, as we mentioned, R-Truth versus Wade Barrett, uh, going on to our goods now, uh, was was good. Solid match. You know, R-Truth getting one of your role. But it's keeping both these guys, you know, on their toes going into Sunday at the TLC pay-per-view with R-Truth getting the win this time. And it looks like... I Honestly, I don't think... I really do feel like people are going to be, like, chanting boring and stuff during that match. Which match? Wade Barrett and... Uh, I mean, Cesaro and... And our truth. No, I, I don't think yeah. so. I, you know, it's 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 New York. You know, it's gonna be it's more of a tri-state crowd. Whereas if it plus, was on Long plus Island, plus because Cesaro with his Ring of Honor background, I feel like uh, New York is a very heavy Ring of Honor crowd. Especially when you're in Brooklyn and close to the uh, Hammerstein and whatnot. Yeah, as as I said, you know, Ring of Honor holding a show earlier that day, you can have people coming down as you know as he's punching uh, Kofi Kingston, just going hey, but. It probably won't happen. Uh, continuing on with Monday Night Raw, Goods, maybe a great, was this four-corner elimination match uh, to decide the number, who would face Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara at TLC pay-per-view. Uh, it, Michael Cole said once that it was going to be in a tables match, but then just took it back and they had no mention of it. There's not even a mention of it on WWE.com that it's going to be a tables match. But uh, the returning Cody Rhodes rocking uh, some serious upper lip fur, which I thought was amazing. Who could you even compare that? Who's can you even compare that to? Um, like wrestling wise? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know because that's like that's like a cop mustache right there. That's got some I, maybe a little bit of Rick Rude. I was gonna say Rick Rude, but Rick Rude was like he had a pretty thick one. That's weird to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I, I was trying to think. I don't know. I told told David. David was thinking. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, returning uh, Road Scholars. The, you know, I like this match so much because the Usos looked very strong in this match, eliminating Epicone Primo and eliminating the primetime players. That's the thing I don't like, though, because I feel like we're we're firm supporters of the Usos, but I feel like they're, they still have to prove to somebody in the back that they're that talented. I feel like we've been, like, it's kind of like teasing. That we see all these uh, good matches from the Usos, yet it doesn't get used anywhere. It doesn't. It's not ending anywhere. Well, right now, I th- you know before even Cody Rhodes got hurt, I know they were. I, th- I believe my assumption was they wanted to go with the whole Rhodes Scholars. Uh, hell no thing. Maybe eventually down the line you have. Eventually down the line you have the Rhodes Scholars uh, beating Team Hell No. You had the Usos as the, as the next face. You know, you have to have, you know, guys waiting in the wing because what happens if Kane gets hurt? Apparently Kane's working through an injury right now. What happens if Daniel Bryan gets hurt? Then you have that next tag team that you could be your solid big baby faces in the tag team division. I feel like Kane spoke through. Oh, really? But they're already there. They really don't have to do anything else. The WWE just has to realize this and put them up there. They They should have been tag team champions a long time ago. Yeah, but, you know... The universe works itself in magical ways, and now hopefully seeing as what they did on Monday Night Raw, maybe they'll get their shot now. Um, continuing on, we'll go back to the beginning of the show. Dolph Ziggler cutting a, uh, you know, Dolph Ziggler on a microphone equals magic. Uh, cutting a great promo on top of a ladder, which then led to Sheamus coming out and knocking him off the ladder, which then set up their match later that night, which was, which was a, good, a good match. Sheamus gets the win via DQ because uh, Dolph Ziggler starts beating him to death with a chair. 
Actually, I thought it was a great match. Yeah. I, like, I don't know if it's just Ziggler in the match, like, as a wrestler, but I, I thought it was actually a really great match. Yeah, no, I, so, so do I. It keeps both these guys strong. You have Sheamus get the win. You have Dolph Ziggler using the heel-like characteristics with the steel chair. Everybody wins. It's good, uh, good all around. Uh, you know what else is good? CM Punk on a microphone. And CM Punk coming out this week on crutches, uh, talking about his injury. He's been really silent about everything as of late. Like, he hasn't even really been tweeting or anything like that. But uh, this promo, he bashes, you know, bashes Ryback, saying Ryback doesn't, he got two shots, he doesn't deserve another one. And really putting his focus towards The Rock and the Royal Rumble, saying, you know, he Rock would have a stunt double for things, you know, bashing him and really setting his sights forward to uh, to January and the Royal Rumble. Does this are we going to see The Rock coming back to television soon? Well, he's got to hype up his match uh, at Royal Rumble, so absolutely. Maybe we'll see him on Sunday. I don't think you'll see him on Sunday because Dude, I, if we I, see him on Sunday, I'd mark, <laughs> I'd mark out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. Uh, another good. Wait, before we go on, do you know if The Rock showed up on Sunday? That's three consecutive pay-per-views that we went to. That, really? that The Rock showed up? Yeah, because the last pay- the first pay-per-view that we went to, well, not the first that we went to, but the three back was Survivor Series. Yeah, it's true. WrestleMania. Yeah, well, he was there. He's scheduled. He just didn't know. randomly show up. Well, I mean, he showed up as in, like, he was on the card. He was booked. Yeah. Yeah. He showed up. Yeah. All right. Unlike uh, some people. Who's those some people? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I was going to j- imagine like we attempt to throw people under the bus without even like having a real person to throw under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good cover. Yeah. Uh, all right. More <laughs> uh, more goods. You have Alberto Del Rio versus Zack Ryder. Uh, we spoke about Alberto Del Rio getting lost in the shuffle right now, but putting him against Zack Ryder is always good. No, my, my whole uh, – bad thing about this is that we've seen this match happen so often. Well, would you rather see this or would you rather see Sin Cara versus Alberto Del Rio for like the eighth week in a row? I, I'd rather see Del Rio versus somebody else. I mean, I feel like if it's not Sin Cara, it's Zack Ryder. Well, but Del Rio has to be put up against other wrestlers besides these two. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they put on both matches when when they fa- uh, face off are really good matches. But it just happens so uh, frequently that it just I don't know takes a little bit out for me when do you think was the last time you saw him versus Del Rio who's Zach Ryder versus Ryder? Del Rio yeah I don't know but I feel like I've seen that at least four to five times four to five times Let's, you want to count October 22nd one uh, oh now I'm under uh, pressure here yeah you are uh, yeah way to bring your facts to the table uh uh and he came. Yeah. No, uh, there's not really that much. I mean, we're back in July now. July, there's nothing. June, there's nothing. May. All right, so maybe it's just because it happened in October that I feel like it was so recent. But it was yeah. good. It's good to see Zach Ryder on TV. It's good to see uh, the camera guys give uh, Big O and Zach's dad a little bit of uh, you know camera time, which is always good. I yep. s- yeah. I sent I sent Big O a screen cap of it the other day, and it's like nice. Yes. Did you hear the Big O chant? No, I I didn't. Hear, I, I heard I heard the Big O chant. I heard the Destruction chant. I didn't hear that. That either. was funny. I I couldn't believe. Like, I was like, hold the fuck up. Am I hearing a Destruction right now? And I was like, what? No. And I heard. Then yeah, I heard they, PWS. They had that little chant for uh, Dave Sturch there. I heard PWS chants from those guys. I heard Big O chants. WWE's gonna have to ban 
PWS from uh, yeah, right. live events from Jersey. Yeah, because it, it gets bad. It gets I mean, first, first it's Starman getting thrown out, and now at this last one, they had so many uh, PWS-related chants going on. Hey, it's, it's advertising. It's guerrilla guerrilla warfare slash advertising. Continuing on with um, Monday Night Raw, we spoke about Mr. McMahon setting up AJ versus Vicky before. Uh, AJ was so excited that she had the balls into the men's locker room to go hang out and tell John Cena how excited she was. Um, the match- did you say? Did you say Vicky was so excited? The AJ was so excited that because she- I'm sure Vicky would wish she was AJ. Yeah, but yeah, had the bolt into the the men's locker room, which then uh, went to their match with uh, who the special guest referee, or I guess maybe he's rehired as a referee, was Brad Madox or Maddox. It's Brad Maddox. Brad Wait, Maddox. how did I pronounce it the other day? I don't remember. Brad Madox. Brad Madox. Isn't that the guy who stole money? That's Ernie. Just kidding. Bernie Madoff. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's uh, Bernie Madoff. But yeah, you, when, you, you knew when Brad Maddox was coming out that this match was going to be some sort of rigged. And it was because he doesn't count for AJ's pin and Vicky Guerrero gets the quick roll up and the quick one, two, three. So I'm glad that they're keeping this storyline going rather than the whole, you know, jealousy, you know, conspiracy angle that they were doing with AJ and John Cena and now making this focusing this more on AJ and Vicky Guerrero and not getting top no, At least we're starting to see this take form in a wrestling ring. Yeah. As opposed to outside. Yeah, I agree. I agree on that one. Um Kofi Kingston versus Antonio Cesaro, champions versus champions match, which you were supposed to see on main events last week, but then Teddy Long had to change it to a tag team match. Uh Cesaro winning with the neutralizer. I thought that match was awesome, especially the end with uh, where what is it? Uh, Kofi went for the flying crossbody off the turnbuckle. Yeah, and Cesaro turned that into a total world backbreaker. It really. I thought that was just sick. Yeah, it really just shows you the talent that Antonio Cesaro has, and also to the and, chemistry that Kofi Kingston and Antonio Cesaro have, and also the power. Yeah, I mean the power just to be able to catch somebody midair and maneuver them into. Uh, Maneuver them for uh, to like a different position from diving, from diving into another move. Yeah. Did you think he needed a doctor, David? No. That's uh, a it's a joke that went over your head, I guess. That, it went over my head too. Well, you weren't involved in it when Dave and I were talking about stuff. But. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on. Move on. Miz TV was good uh, with. You know, I mean, I guess it was something just to kind of split between Antonio Cesaro uh, and Kofi Kingston and also the main event. Something nice to throw in there. Um, I thought to the be, mis- To be honest, I, I want to see Kofi Kingston and R-Truth uh, have a big feud. I don't want to see that. I like it. I, I don't know. I think that after this, I would really like to see that happen, especially after seeing them from last Raw when they were facing off a little bit mm-hmm. in that four-way. I want to see them in a, a feud together. Yeah. Friendly feud or who's heel, who's face? Uh, who's heel? Who, who's face? Kofi's okay, face. Who is it? Tell me. Kofi has. I don't know. Face. I guess our truth because you can't really put Kofi as a heel. Yeah. 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 So, um, going back, Miz TV, the uh, special guest for the Rhodes Scholars, which uh, was just Miz just bashing on Cody Rhodes's mustache and both of them. Uh, His mustache was over, what, like more over than most of the wrestlers that night. Hey, yeah. got a WWE.com article the next day on Cody's mustache. Yep. Do you think he's going to shave it now, or do you think he's going to try to keep it? No, oh, no. Gimmick broke out, bro. Gimmick, gimmick broke out. What do you mean? Daniel Bryan 
Daniel Bryan had those yes chants. Now they got Cody Mustache shirt. They're gonna sell shirts, I'm sure. <laughs> Everything. You know I, I, I'm a firm believer. Yes. Yes. That's a fact. I am a firm believer. The aliens are gonna come and give me Cody's mustache. Hey, if if it, if it keeps Co- Cody Rhodes on TV with that mustache, it's uh it's money. But Silence, it, 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 you ignoramus. Exactly. I liked. Uh, I like the fact that during Miz TV, Miz makes a uh, Manny Pacquiao reference, and everybody just goes nuts. He's like, "Yep, you'll be out in the sixth round, like Manny Pacquiao." Everyone's like, "Oh, awesome!" Bam roasted. And then just, that's it. <laughs> I think I, I, they're like, "Listen, I, watch in a couple of weeks, Miz's cash rate is going to be bam roasted." Like oh. WWE, WWE Raiders, like we heard this. Yeah, kind of like how other people's catchphrases are aru. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, it better not turn into that shit. <laughs> WWE Raiders. There's a T-shirt that fucking says "Bam Roasted," put out by WWE. We have intellectual property over this, I think. Yeah, but we don't have legal property over it. So, if you want to get, excuse me, don't say it. Bam Roasted copyright and Brandon, <laughs> do it. I'm gonna be like, no, I'm gonna be like WWE. You have some explaining to do. And they're like, uh, well, you see here, we were listening to your show and uh, we took the uh, bad roast and it. By the way, I don't sound like that. And I'll be like, actually, by the way, I believe I'll be taking those front row tickets to WrestleMania. Now, thank you. What was that? That was Dave's own version of his bam roasted. Wait, that actually picked up? Yeah, that picked yeah, up. Picked up. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, all right, so you have your main event, Cena versus The Big Show, <laughs> which Cena wins via DQ. <laughs> Because the shield comes and interferes, and this just leads to a fucking huge ass brawl. Dolph Ziggler gets involved, Sheamus gets involved, Team Hell No gets involved, Ryback comes in, and it's just like I have to give like the cameraman props and like whoever was in the control room because he's like, Oh, go to this camera. Hold, hold on, hold on. I fucking I cannot stand when they do that. I but you know what? It captured the chaos that was going on around ringside. It like, makes me so dizzy when they do that. Like you see you see Ryback like throwing a, a ladder at the shield, and then you see Dolph Ziggler and John Cena in on the outside fi- fighting, and you see Kane, the big show over there. I thought it was great. And then just to, to go black just on that chaos was amazing. And it just gets you so hyped up and it gets you so amped for TLC. So, y- your thoughts, gentlemen? I can't wait for TLC now. That brawl at the end was perfect way to end it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm so excited for TLC. I went home and drew Kane. Yeah, and, and you drew Kane and Zack Ryder. And... You like that, Zack Ryder? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Thanks. Learn- I, uh, I ordered Kane's mask and everything because they have that the whole sale was going on. So I got it for, I guess, forty dollars cheaper than it should have been. Maybe is it the Kane like plastic mask or like? No, no, it's it's a leather replica mask. You- it's the one that they were originally selling. I think ninety nine dollars. Then they broke it down to sixty nine dollars. Now it was forty nine dollars. Then they put it on sale. It was on thirty nine dollars. So I got it, and I had twenty five percent off. So I got it for thirty two. Oh, nice! There you go. Shipped. Yeah, and it shipped today. So nice. I what? Be getting it. All right. So that was Monday Night Raw. One thing before we start to do predictions for uh, TLC is this week it was announced that Billy Gunn is one of the new head trainers at uh, the NXT developmental system, and Billy Gunn and maybe maybe one of the it's just awesome. So I'm hoping we see the New Age Outlaws in the Royal Rumble this year. You, yeah, right. You can. We do. Uh, we know uh, Billy Gunn listens to the show, so thank you very much. Yeah, and Billy, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Why did you thank him, David? For the for other bringing, night. For bringing justice to the company. No. Yeah. Oh. For train being the 
able to train, uh, I don't know. To be able to be that athletic and train? Yeah, sure. And, Let's go. and who else can, you know, who else can train people? Brandon. Dwayne Johnson. No. Rocky Johnson. Don't even say it. I was going to say freight train, but that's stupid. So I stopped from my saying it. Good. Yeah, that's the thing. Whenever I say something and then it's, I think that it's stupid. I just keep on going and rambling. Yeah, and Brandon just stopped himself and just like, oh, yeah, it's stupid. But it, it happened. I, I, I couldn't think of what I wanted to say about Billy Gunn. I mean, I'm very happy. I don't know why I thanked him. I was thanking him for listening to the show. David, you are Jeff. You are Jeff who thanked everyone for saying what needed to be said. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to see another one of these? No. Who's Jeff? That's the that's the the guy, the, the wrestling fan, where Bill After's like, uh, next question, Jeff, and he goes, Yeah, um I just wanna thank y'all for saying what needed to be said. I don't wanna see another one of these. Take it easy, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. All right. Dave? All right. Well, let's get on to predictions now. WWE TLC is going to be live from the Barclays Center this Sunday, live on pay-per-view. You start off with a uh, a YouTube pre-show. It's a Divas number one Santa's Helper Battle Royal. I guess the winner of this is number one contender. But the picture on WWE.com only has Layla, Caitlin, Alicia Fox, Rosa, and Tamina. So is it is a five-person battle royal or what? I'm. I think that's the only people they had in the Santa Claus outfits. No, but um, Alicia Fox is in the Santa Claus outfit. And is she not in the match? No, she's in the match. Yeah, but, so I'm. I'm assuming that's the only people they had it, that were pictured in Santa Claus match. Alicia Fox in the picture on WWE.com is not pictured in a Santa Claus outfit. Is her normal bio picture? Oh, is it? Yes. Everybody else is in Santa Claus outfits. Uh, no, Alicia Fox is in a, a Santa outfit. That No, that isn't. That's her normal fucking picture. No, it isn't. This is a Christmas outfit. I'm watching it right now, looking at it right now. So if you go to www.com and you go to your shows and you go to, where is it? Fucking TLC. No, I don't want to. Predictions. Here we go. Oh, yeah, that is. Okay, you're right. You know, it didn't look like it because everyone else is wearing red and then she has to just stick out with a green dress. Fuck. Bam roasted. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Maybe, I'll, it is, maybe it really is just five of them. Yeah. But that's but, where the fuck is AJ? I don't know. Like she was in it, and then they took her out. But regardless, that's I think two. Um, who do we think is gonna win this battle royal? It doesn't make fucking sense. Who the fuck is in it? Yeah. Maybe AJ, maybe AJ will be a surprise entrance. I don't know. I think the fans because it buys time for more people to get there. Yeah, before the actual good matches happen. Well, if you're, if you, fuck if, the honest, the only I don't know. Eva's heel. Why would they have Tamina win? Layla's got to be the number one pick for this. So, are you picking Layla, Brandon? I'm going to pick Layla. I want Caitlyn to win, but apparently nobody likes her. So, okay, I'm going to pick Caitlyn. Dave, I'm going to go with Layla. Okay, great. All right, then you start off the show. Uh, well, start off the matches, I should say. Uh, number one contenders for the tag team titles. You're going to have Mysterio. And Sing- Where has Mary Mysterio been? I we that's what I that's what we said. Like he like, could be he could be injured. He could be whatnot. We okay. don't know. Ray Mysterio and Sincara, regardless of three, uh, will be facing off against Team Rhodes Scholars. I'm going to say uh, Rhodes Scholars on this one. Alabama Slamma through a table would be great. Yeah, I'm going with. And Sincara gets hurt again. <laughs> It's no longer called that, right? No. I don't know what it's called. It's I think it's the 
Fuck. I'll go with the Road Scholars. Yeah, I'm going Road Scholars as well. Road Scholars across the board. All right, Antonio Cesaro will be defending his United States Championship against R Truth. Uh, Cesaro. Yeah, Cesaro. I'm going with Cody Rhodes. I'm just kidding. Antonio Cesaro. The Intercontinental Championship will be on the line. Kofi Kingston will be defending against Wade Barrett. This could go either way. Like, you know, whereas we all thought Cesaro was going to win, I could see Wade Barrett winning this. I could see Kofi winning this. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm going to pick Kofi- Wade Barrett. Kofi Kingston better win this. So you're picking Kofi? Absolutely. Dave? I zoned out. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Kofi. Oh, you don't want your big, powerful... Man, Wade Barrett to win this? No, I do. But I don't think he's will. Uh, the World Heavyweight Championship will be contested in a chairs match when you have the Big Show facing off against Sheamus. Uh, I'm going to say Big Show. Yeah, I'm going to go with Big Show as well. You know, uh, Sheamus was actually on Conan last night talking about this match. And uh, then invited... Conan O'Brien to partake in a match at SummerSlam. Really? Mm-hmm. What, the gingers versus... Uh... Yeah, because Sheamus put out a list of sexiest gingers, and Sheamus put himself as number one. Conan is number two, and he put Seth Green as number three. Really? Okay. Yeah, he couldn't think of any female gingers? What the fuck? Dave, who are you going to pick for this match? Uh... I'm going to go with you know you have to. Yeah, absolutely. You, you can't not. I don't understand how you could pick Sheamus. The money in the bank contract will be hanging overneath, over the overneath, over the top of the ring, as Dolph Ziggler and John Cena fight in a ladder match. The winner will get the money in the bank briefcase. This could be pot. This is the big. I, I'm not. This isn't. This maybe. This is the biggest match in Dolph Ziggler's career. Um, he can only go one place from here, and it's up. And I think that he's going to win. What does you know? What does Cena have to prove with this? Nothing. Cena has everything already. I mean, if Cena, if yeah, that, that doesn't make sense because is this? That's this. What doesn't make sense to me? Can Dolph Ziggler cash in on any championship, or is it just the World Heavyweight Championship? Just the World Heavyweight Championship. You sure about that? It, I'm positive because I'm looking at WWE.com right now, and it says John Cena versus Dolph Ziggler ladder match for World Heavyweight Championship Money in the Bank contract. Okay, so let's say John Cena does win this, then he goes on to feud with Big Show, then he goes to feud with Sheamus. Sheamus is a face. John Cena is a face. That wouldn't make sense. Nothing. If John Cena would win, nothing of this would make sense. Why well, was if Ziggler cashes in before the match? Then it'd be a title match. I was. Th- wow, that's a great idea. Have have Ziggler come in and cash in, so then you'll have the world heavyweight title contested twice in one night. But I'd be fucking pissed if I left TLC with John Cena champion. <laughs> the world heavyweight champion. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I'd be so happy of Dolph Ziggler winning whatever. So happy I get to see him wrestle twice, or not really wrestle twice, but wrestle once and a half, I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it, it depends on placement. If they put this, if they put the ladder match like halfway through the show, if they put, you know, to kind of spark everybody, and then you put the chairs match later, 
I could see, you know, if the ladder match goes earlier, I could see Dolph Ziggler winning and then cashing money in the bank later. But I could also see it the other way. If you have honestly, Dolph Ziggler come out. Honestly, though, I honestly think that the chairs match will open TLC. Really? Yeah. I mean, what other match would you put there? Uh, I would put the uh, the tag match, actually. I was thinking the tag match, too. The tag- I think it's, it's going to be the World Heavyweight Championship going into the tag match. Oh, actually, I don't know, because is it going to be a table match? We don't know. No, we don't. Who are you guys picking for your prediction, though? For which one? For the match we've been talking about, John Cena versus Dolph Ziggler. I'm picking. Well, I mean, we, you just switched over to mentioning the tag team match. Though, I know, but so. we predicted oh, that I already. Switched, though. I switched. Uh, I placement. I got Ziggler. I'm going to go with Ziggler. And Brandon? Ziggles. Ziggles? All right. Imagine we're all wrong. Um, then the main, main event, the first ever TLC pinfall or submission match. You're going to have Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan, and Kane, who I'm actually going to be meeting Daniel Bryan earlier that uh, Sunday morning because he's doing a signing at the uh, the mall. You can go meet Mick Foley that day too. Where's yeah, Oh, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm going to see uh, – I'm going to – a concert later that night but yeah Team Hell No and Ryback will be facing off against The Shield Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns it doesn't make I mean yes they're, they're trying to hype up Ryback to be huge and everything like that but it doesn't make any sense to have Team Hell No and Ryback go over The Shield if you have The Shield losing this match it, it, it kills The Shield for me right so I'm going yeah with, I'm going with The Shield yeah yeah I'm picking The Shield as well well we really are not off on the and then I'm going to pick my mustache. You don't have a mustache. Oh, no, but I do because I'm Jake the Snake Roberts. You are a creepy ass. Does that sound like him? A little bit. You have to be, <laughs> yeah. a little, you have to you gotta be more I'm, drunk. Yeah, you have to be more gross. No, stop saying that because slurry, he's sober slurry, now. Dude. Slurry words a little bit better. No, because I don't slur words when he's not drunk because he's not, he's not drunk now. He's sober. He's losing weight. He's being healthy. Yeah, I know. Good for that. Good for him, man. I'm doing DDP yoga. And he didn't have to reach out to me, but he did. Yeah. And I thank him. Do you watch any of the videos of like Jake the Snake Roberts and like DDP's house and them like talking and hanging out and stuff like that? I watched I watched Jake Roberts answer the door for Halloween and the guy came up to me and thanked me because he was a fan as a kid. And he was just taking his kid trick-or-treating. Yeah. No, I saw that one. I saw the one like apparently he got like plastered drunk and they picked him up from the airport and DDP like ripped him a new asshole. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. But then, like, the next day they were talking to him about it, and he was, like, all, like, pissed off and upset about it. So. How do you know it's not just, like, a little sit web skit no, like this? No, because they're – because we – A, you know how DDP is very big on his clean living, you know, especially with being, you know, the forefront of his DDP yoga movement and all the things that he's done for uh, other people that do DDP yoga. Look at that guy, Arthur, who's like his like mainstay, like protege. The guy, you know, used to be a, para- a paratrooper for the United States Army, you know, wasn't able to move his legs. He was fat. He was, you know, he's very overweight. He started doing DDP yoga 18 months later. He was super flexible. He lost all that weight. And he's and what's more incredible is that they told him that he'd never walk again without the yeah. crutches. And he's so. asked, he's asked like different types of like workout routines. And, and he runs and, now. So. Yeah, he runs. And apparently with DDP yoga, he's been getting, uh, with DDP, he's getting drug tested like on random occasions. So Jake Roberts is. Yeah, Jake Roberts is getting drug tested on random occasions. He just lives in DDP yoga, DDP's yoga, <laughs> DDP's house now. I totally believe it, and I think it's it's if he can get back on the scene, good for him, man. I would love to see Jake Roberts work again. Yeah, and be, be good in the ring. Absolutely. Like his, his like last match, I remember they did it at a Kurt Russell reunion two, 
it was DDP versus uh no not DDP it was Jake Roberts versus Sin Bodhi in his like retirement yeah. match which it yeah. wasn't it wasn't good it was a short match but still you know if he can get back into like you know solid form you know drop the beer gut and everything like that I would I would love to see him yeah and he's amazing on the mic he's as we heard on this week incredible incredible I was watching a promo the other day from him from WrestleMania three and he's just. He, you just look at him. He's not like screaming. He's not like saying like, "Hey, but he's being so methodical." And like, especially if if you're trying to get into the wrestling business, that's maybe one of the guys you should look at for promos. I'm happy you Roberts. used that word because I was just thinking that word. What? Methodical. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He, he's fantastic. He wasn't growing up. He wasn't my favorite, but he, he was actually one of my favorites growing up. He wasn't one of my favorites, but now like going back and looking at all these old old videos and all these old matches, he's, he's fucking phenomenal. He's and, so good. And on this week's Art of Wrestling, when he discusses his his current Promos. state and everything, yeah. he goes, if you put me in the ring right now with, with uh, Ricky Steamboat, we can go. Right? He said Steamboat, right? Well, yeah. I, I don't remember that. I think I maybe that or was might... it Savage? I don't know. Well, Savage? Why would he say Savage? Savage is dead. Yeah. Did he have a whole thing with Steamboat? Now I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he did. He, he said um, they did like 91 days straight. Right? Oh, right. With Steamboat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that's that's crazy because you don't see that these days. Like ninety one days straight because they give all these people like leeway and stuff like that. But that's a different era too. You know, we, yeah. th- this is this is something we can completely dissect. But um, yeah, we'll see how our predictions go this Sunday on pay per view. There's but, not many more matches. There's no more. No, that's it. You want to predict three, Brooklyn three, Brawler six, gets seven. booked or what? Yeah, what do you think? I, what I, do you think? I would like to see Brooklyn Brawler get a. No, but what do you think? Do you think he does? He'll be there at some in some sort. I don't think he's gonna be in a match, but he'll be on the card. You think? I hope so. I think I think so. I if, really do hope. If they, dude, if, if hashtag, they have, keep hashtagging this. I have. I don't know. Brandon and I will be there live. Yeah, Brandon and the whole Mark and that crew besides me. So if you want to find them and take a picture of Brandon without his mask on, go for it. We'll, no, don't do that. Yeah. Well, Brandon's gonna be bringing his mask with him, so just in case. I don't know if I will. Yeah, you will. So yeah, go fuck yourself. Anyway, let's get the shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Go follow Brian Vitko at NYWC underscore Boss Vitko. Mr. Entertainment is finally on Twitter, so go check him out. He is the commissioner for NYWC for all those you didn't know. Yes. And go also follow at the Gareth Roser. I think that's how you pronounce the name, but whatever. Um, go follow him. He retweets us on a constant basis. So it's much appreciated, and we always appreciate the fans. Also, on December 21st at the NYWC Sportatorium, Impact Championship Wrestling will be putting on their event called Final Impact 2012. You'll see Tommy Dreamer versus Danny DeMonto, Mason Red and Danny DeMonto versus Tommy Dreamer and Raven, Steve Carino versus Dan Moff, Papa Don, Roderick Strong, that should be every, awesome. Every whatever, like a bunch of great matches announced for this card. So go check it out. Bell times at eight o'clock. Nice. You know, uh, speaking of the fans and everything, Chris. You know how you uh, you always wanted to read out the reviews on iTunes, right? Yeah. I don't know if we ever did, but in November, November third, our one of our fans, Ryan, wrote into us. Saying big props to Chris for doing Marking Out 91 solo, especially under the circumstances of Hurricane Sandy's effects. Hope Dave, Brandon, and everyone else affected does well. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. 
Nice. Thank, thanks for that one, Brandon. And uh, seg- segue over into Brandon. We're not going to because it's Chris's match of the week time. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. All right. Match of the week this week. Uh, we all raved about it. Kofi Kingston versus Antonio Cesaro from Monday Night Raw. You know, we can only say, you know, we like the, the spinning backbreaker from the top rope. You know, Antonio Cesaro is a beast. And that match will be up on Thursday on Facebook.com slash Marking Out. But now, segueing to Brandon. Brandon, who are you shouting out? Brandon's shout out going to make you pregnant. Uh, I'm going to start off with the Brooklyn Brawler. Uh, I said it before. I still want people to hashtag hashtag Brawler TLC, even though the pay-per-view probably already passed by the time you're listening to it. Or it's the day before. If it's Saturday, you're listening to it. Or they they could be listening to it on the train, going to uh, TLC to get them all fired up. If you're listening to this on the train and you're going to TLC, hashtag Brawler TLC. Write to WWE. Write to WWE Universe. Tag Brooklyn Brawler for all I care. I don't know. Just do it. Second, shout out to all the people who listened to last week's show. It was our most listened to episode recently. And uh, we're only a few weeks away from our 100th episode. So Yeah, marking out 100. Wonder... Uh wonder what we'll be doing for that because we haven't talked about that yet and and it's funny because our two-year anniversary comes like three or four weeks after that four so. because 100 104 is two, is two years right well yeah third shout out last but not least i literally marked out during the 12 12 12 concert for sandy relief when bruce springsteen and john bon jovi played uh who says you can't go home so shout out to the boss and John Bon Jovi. I think I was the only person in in America that did not watch that concert. Actually, I know. Wow. I know other people didn't actually watch it, but yeah, I, felt... I, I didn't watch it. Watch it all. I mean, yes, it's for a great cause. It's just not my genre of music. I literally, I sat there and listened to it on level one hundred. They had it. They had it on at the bar at every single bar where you went to. Yeah, because there was nothing else. They didn't put any sports on that night. I was no. Actually... They, they had. They had a. Uh, the NBA game's going on, too. Um, yeah, no, I was actually making my own music, and uh, I'm pretty stoked that I'm going to be uh, recording this weekend, so hopefully maybe next week we'll have a, a musical interlude from Carve Your Niche. Uh, great shout-outs. That's all your shout-outs, right, Brandon? Did you have any yeah, others? Yeah, did you, did you hear about the Nirvana reunion? Yeah, you know what? Nirvana, a lot of people were like, oh, my God. Nirvana, like, growing up, wasn't one of those bands that, like, I really got into, and I was like, so, my God, Nirvana's the best You're band You're more ever. 311, right? Not, not like, 311, Rage Against the Machine, like... I still, I still, to this day, I don't think Nirvana was all that. I really don't, and I don't, I really don't see what people saw in Kurt Cobain... I like was, some songs, but I don't like... He was the voice of a generation. He was the voice of that 90s grunge, let's wear flannel shirts and ripped jeans. Yeah, uh, that's like, all I still it was. Dress like, that's, yeah, pretty much. That's all it was. I mean... And this reunion was bullshit. They didn't even play a Nirvana song. They played a brand new Paul McCartney song with... It was Paul McCartney and Nirvana. It was a Paul McCartney and Nirvana song. Well, just so you know... they wrote and performed together and they, for a movie that Dave Grawls is making. And it's only one song that they did. Yeah, well, who? I mean, the Rolling Stones only played 15 minutes, but that's their choice because they never played back to back dates. Yeah. So and they had the concert last night. And last night. Thursday. So that means they're off today, and then tomorrow is that big uh, show that WWE is uh, raving about, right? 
Yeah, featuring the boss, Bruce Springsteen, Lady Gaga, the, the Black Keys. Oh, really? I, th- I think John Mayer played with them last night. Oh, ow, gross. Ew, what do you mean gross? I hate bro? John Mayer. Just because he uh, did what he did to Taylor Swift. Yeah, and by the way, we're relate, but big shout out to Taylor Swift. Happy birthday, honey. Are you laughing? Are you laughing? the same thing I'm laughing at? Why did you even say that? What? You said happy birthday, honey. I don't know because she's she's great. I, I, thought, I thought you were laughing because you were thinking about the tweet that John Silver sent to her. No, that was fucking hilarious. That was a you wrote, so birthday sex? <laughs> yeah. So funny. I thought that was so funny, though, that she said, happy birthday, honey. It's like, <laughs> how old are you, Chris? 27. You sound like you're fucking 80 years old. Hey, man, that's what that's what married life does to you. You get old and you go to bed at 930 at night after drinking two glasses of wine. Happy birthday, honey. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, after all this talk about music and whatnot, uh, let's get into it. It's our... I didn't want to make it too too long this week because I know Dave would be like, "Really, really." Remember the last one I did that almost hit the uh, the dun No, okay. Anyway, it's our mark out moment of the week. Uh, mark out moment of the week this week. Thank you to PWS for making us mark out because they just announced that in addition to having La Parka WrestleMania weekend. Now they're going to be having John Morrison. And not only are they going to be having John Morrison, they're going to be having John Morrison versus LaParka. First time ever, Pro Wrestling Syndicate, Supercard 2013, WrestleMania weekend. And I know Brandon marked that hard because he just wears LaParka masks all the time. I don't wear it all the time. Stop saying that. Jeez. Okay, well, he rotates. I I think it's funny, though, because it's LaParka versus the Prince of Parkour, whatever it is. Parkour, whatever the fuck they pronounce it. Yeah. It's kind of similar words. I thought it'd be funny if you had, um, what the fuck is her name? Maurice come out in the, as a special referee or something because her, her theme song is Park, Parkour, whatever. Parkour. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, she could be there. You know, everybody in their, anybody who's anybody in the wrestling business is going to be in the New Jersey tri state area. They said they got big names. I'm hoping for Ken Shamrock versus Dan Severn. <laughs> Ken Shamrock versus Steve Blackman. That'd be so fucking awesome. I, I swear to God, that'd be awesome. If he comes, the only way it would be awesome if he comes out with the glow up sticks, the light up sticks. Come on, does that really what? Who? Steve Blackman. Light up. Yeah, remember they used to like glow in the dark or light up or something like that. I don't remember that. I'm, I think you're thinking of DX from 2006 with the glow sticks. <laughs> 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 DX is going to be there too. No. But yeah, no. I yeah, I saw that I was like, "Wow." Yeah, everybody go see it. DX is going to be there Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. They got the big names coming. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Brother. <laughs> brother. Uh but yeah, that is no. Um TNA's doing an event that weekend in I think yeah, Westbury, Long Island, New York. Yeah. It's April 4th maybe. That no one's going to go to. I'm sure yeah, that's stupid of them. That really is stupid. Honestly, because you have in Jersey, you're gonna have the whole WrestleCon that people fucking flock to every year. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm gonna go Saturday. Did they have WrestleCon last year? No, they, it was like Wrestle Reunion. That's like what we went to with Dragon yeah. Gate. It's pretty much the same thing. They're just calling it WrestleCon. Oh, because when I hear like WrestleCon, I think of like 
like uh, Comic Con, like you're gonna have a bunch of vendors set up, and well, they are. There's gonna be a whole vending area, and then like you're gonna have, you know, I think Saturday it's like they're having Shimmer in the morning, Chikara in the afternoon, Dragon Gate at night, and then Five Dollar Wrestling like late night. I don't know. We have we gotta guys, figure what. Have you guys ever been to a, like a wrestling convention? I mean, the uh, closest thing I have is the two hours before PWS. That's it, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in full detail, but that's our show for this week. Uh, next week, if we survive the Mayan apocalypse, we're going to give you a very apocalyptic-style countdown. Uh, we're going to give you our uh, the fallout to WWE TLC and anything else that we have on our minds, because it's also the week before – it's the episode before Christmas, too. So we should make it a, uh apocalyptic Christmas episode of Marking Out. But and we gotta we got to remind the folks again that the Markies are coming up. Yes, and – this Monday, during Monday Night Raw, we will put on MarkingOut.com the full list of the nominees and the categories for the mark the 2012 Marquees, the second annual Marquees. But until and, then, Dave has to say something. Yes, and, and we'll, we'll have an actual uh, Mark Voted Award this year where we will speak about on Monday during Monday Night Raw as well. Yeah, so... Uh, Spoilers, it's going to be if you guys like to be called Marks or not. Yep. Yes, hashtag yes, <laughs> hashtag no. But anyway, markingout.com, facebook.com slash markingout, twitter.com slash markingout, markingout1 at gmail.com. Thank you to Nick Matocho for our logo. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for our music. And for myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, and we will hopefully see you next week on the podcast. Bitch. <laughs>